Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now, it's Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. Doug, good to see you. Absolutely wonderful to be here. Steve, we have to mention it again at the top of the show if it's okay. Sure. People are getting phone calls telling them that their product key for Microsoft product, whether it be Windows or Office, has expired. Your product key will not expire. And now they're starting to shoot out emails as well. Call this number for immediate help. Your product is expired. Not true. Absolutely nonsense. So scam, scam, scam. You bet. Now, it should also be known, if you had a machine and you subscribe to Office 365 online, that will be an annual fee. But if you've got Office installed on your computer and it's a, you bought it on a CD or you downloaded it from Microsoft and it's a full product running on your machine, that product key will not expire. And your Windows product key will not expire. Just doesn't happen. All right. So be warned. And we can't say this enough. People will not call from Dell or HP or Apple or any other manufacturer. People will not call from Microsoft. If you get that very official-looking warning that pops up on your screen, it looks like, oh, what have I done? Um, Those are scams. Yeah, it's within a browser. What you're looking at is a web page. It's not on your computer. Your computer is very rarely. I connect up to these machines and very rarely are they infected with anything. It's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. These people are professionals at extracting dollars, and they work off your panic. They work off alerting you to something that is not real. So, yeah, we have to be suspicious of these things and just don't fall for this. And by all means, keep in mind, our best line of defense as the public is to dry up their money. Do not contribute to their bad behavior, no matter what. And with that, Steve, let's rock and roll. All right, phone numbers on the program, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807 here on the program, Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio, our coordinator, Jonathan Lowe, uh, doing a great job as always. And then, of course, uh, yours truly, Steve Thompson, here on the program. Phone number 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. We haven't talked printers in a while. This can get tricky. And I thought of it down the hall in the newsroom. I was having trouble with the printer down there and had to fool around and restart. And eventually it it came back up and I was able to get something to print. But uh, more and more... Home-style printers are wireless. Yes. This can get tricky. Um, Let's go back to the beginning on printers. You buy a new printer, follow those instructions carefully. It's an absolute must. Don't pretend you know how to do it. Follow that quick start guide to the T. 
Yeah, you know, even people who are decades with experience with installing equipment, they always, always, and almost all these products have some kind of a quick start. Start there. If it says plug in the equipment first, plug in the equipment first. But 99% of the time, they want this software to begin to install before it starts, especially with HPs. Part of the confusion here with wireless on these issues, Steve, is that your printer, a perfect scenario is if your printer is talking to your Wi-Fi router. Some of these new printers do not require a router. And you can connect right straight to them from a PC that has wireless capabilities. And if you have more than one device, it really should be running through the router. That's going to unconfuse. It's going to uncomplicate nearly every issue that people have. But follow those instructions to the letter. And with printers, if you start having problems... Is it a good deal to do a complete uninstall and start over? You know, that's interesting because a lot of times if you fight with it more than once or twice or you're past this 10 or 15 minutes, it really might be a good thing just to start from scratch. Completely remove the, the printer, completely remove any and all software, and nearly all printer software has its own uninstall procedure Restart your computer, give it plenty of time to boot and settle down, and start fresh. If you have your printer configured so it's talking to your router or your or your wireless modem, you probably won't need to reconfigure the Wi-Fi again. It will find it during the install, and that should solve the problem. Okay, very good. Uninstall. Uh, Real quickly, uh, we brought up Revo, R-E-V-O, uninstaller over the years. Is that a program you still recommend if you have something you want to get rid of? Absolutely. You know, Revo uninstaller, even the free version is excellent. But from time to time, if you are an individual that's using a lot of software and putting a lot of software on and taking software off, if it's a common practice, you really should buy the professional version. And it's cheap. It's like 20, 30 bucks. It doesn't cost much. It's just an exceptional product. It will take your computer back without interfering with any updates from Microsoft. It's just a tremendous, tremendous product. And I don't know if we've mentioned this in a while, Steve, but that's the same company. Pureform is the same company that makes SeaCleaner. They've been around for decades. I trust them explicitly. All right. 117 here at CCO. Uh, The phone number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807 here at CCO. Here's a good text to get things started. Is this a scam? I got a message from Windows Security with six categories of concern that said, no action necessary, but it added, hello, for faster, more secure protection, sign in. You know, I had a guy send me an email actually this morning. And he got a notice from his MSN account. And my first impression was, don't do it. But then I rolled my pointer over the link. And the link took him right straight to a Microsoft login. And what they have done here with this is they want you to check your security settings to make sure that that online account is connected properly to a smartphone or a home phone or a, or a valid email address in case you lose your password. 
it's it's really difficult for me to say that this one might be real or not at this point. Roll your pointer over the top of that link. Make absolutely certain it's taking you to Microsoft.com. Now, it could be support.microsoft.com. It could be accounts.microsoft.com. But that Microsoft.com is key. And you can also, while you run your pointer over that link, right-click. A window pops open. Slide down and left-click. Copy the link address. Open up another browser. And just instead of going right straight from the email, paste it into your web address bar and tell it to go. And you better be coming up with Microsoft right now. But it's a good thing to check your privacy settings. So this one may just be valid. I I have to say that. But tread lightly. Yes. You, You know, when you see this kind of stuff. Bells and whistles and lights should be flashing in your brain. Yes. Yeah, you know, you got to continue just in case somebody has hacked your account on the Microsoft side. I don't, it's not necessarily your side. At the same time, make certain you know where you're going. Just because the web page looks like Microsoft or looks like Dell or looks like HP, they can download these logos and program a website to really, really fake us all out. But that URL, that web address, cannot be phonied up. Tech Talk continues in a moment. We're going to go to the phone lines. Greg waiting. We're going to talk about a printer. Jane wants to talk about attachments on emails. we got Jim, uh, audio but no video. And Neil, more on printing, uh, going about cleaning printer heads. We'll get into all of that coming up here on Tech Talk on a Saturday at CCO. 123 on a Saturday here at CCO, 72 degrees, still some scattered light rain, but the radar picture is improving uh, quite a bit here today, and that is good news. We're seeing those showers slide to the east and to the northeast as the day goes on, so it looks like we'll have a pretty good afternoon, and I would think uh, we'll be able to get that Twins game going on time, hopefully no rain delays tonight for game two of that three-game series. But once again, these showers uh, continue to track to the east and to the northeast. Right now, east metro seeing most of the rain and then well into Wisconsin with uh, a lot of the heaviest stuff, say, between Eau Claire and Rice Lake and north of that I-94 corridor between Hudson and Eau Claire. So be aware of that. All right, let's jump to the phone lines here on Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart and start with Greg. Greg joins us. Hello. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Good, thanks. What's up, Greg? Okay, here's what we've got. I'm pretty computer savvy already. Um, I've got a situation where I am trying to load a new disk of software from my Canon digital camera on my computer. Canon Digital Professional 4.2. And it gets partway through, and then Windows Defender comes up with a message. Windows Defender has blocked this from coming in. So... I got frustrated, went over to the Geek Squad. The Geek Squad couldn't fix it, so I called Microsoft. Microsoft said that it's something new, and the only way to turn it off is to upgrade to Windows Pro. Uh, I currently run Windows Home, Windows 10 Home 64-bit. I don't, I don't know, know if that's true or not. Have you attempted to install this in compatibility mode? Uh, not in compatibility mode, no. Okay, try that. You can, wherever your setup file is, right-click on that and go to the properties and see if you can install it in compatibility mode. I can't imagine 
why this thing's not installing. Um, and Canon probably on their on their website will have some information with this, like real quick. I don't believe that this is an issue that will be automatically solved by going to to Windows Pro. Um, it could possibly be conflicting with another in, in program that you have installed. But give that a shot, and if that doesn't work, give me a call next week. We'll connect up remotely and take a peek at that for you. Some of this stuff gets tricky, and if you think about it, all these drivers and all the versions and so on and so forth, sometimes getting these to mesh up and work together can be problematic. Well, see, and part of the problem with Windows 10 is it's difficult to get into a, a safe mode, and even in safe mode, Safe mode in Windows 10 will not always allow you to run the Windows installer. So that in itself is no longer a quick fix. But if he gives me a call next week, we'll definitely get him through this. Very good. We'll have Doug's number and email later in the program. Let's bring in Jane in Burnsville. Jane, you're on the air. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have an issue with attachments on email. So it says that I have attachments, and I try to open it up, but I just get a blank page. So like the other caller, I went to the Geek Squad, and they didn't help me. I spent about a half an hour with them, and they finally kind of threw up their hands and said, sorry, we don't know, can't help you. So I went on Google just to look up, you know, the question about what might be happening, and I couldn't find, I couldn't find an answer to the question. So I thought maybe you could help me. You know, my first impression of this without seeing it is this is an attachment that is requires a program that you might not have on your computer. Say, for example, if this attachment is a .pdf file, you must have Acrobat installed, and I'm sure you already do. It really depends on the attachment. It, it could be that they sent you a file from Labray, a, a write file, and that would be .ods uh, or ODT for an open format document. And if you don't have that particular program installed, then you're you're going to have trouble getting it open. I think it's just that. And if you have trouble, give me a call. Or better than that, forward that email with the attachment right straight to my email address, and I'll take a look at it on my computer and probably be able to solve your problem. And thank you for the call. Doug's email and phone number at the end of the program. Let's bring in Jim in Painesville. Jim, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys, I've got audio but no video on my laptop. Oh, that, this is a laptop. That's bad. When you first start your computer, do you see a company logo or you never have any display at all? Uh, not sure. I don't remember. Okay, keep an eye on that. And some laptops, depending upon the age, may actually give you a VGA adapter on the back or on the side where you could plug in another monitor to make certain that it's booting. Yeah, this is going to get kind of complex, but while you're booting, look for that logo, look for any print whatsoever. It could be a bad display, and if that's the case, you can go on eBay and we'll look for parts and see how difficult it is to replace. could possibly be a driver issue, but if you're getting display when you first turn it on, say, for example, you got a Toshiba or a Dell or an Asus, you should get some kind of company logo. Then it goes black, and it starts to boot into Windows. At that point, then we can start to diagnose if it's truly a display issue or your computer's not booting at all. The fact that you have audio tells me that you are probably getting into Windows. So it could be either a a display software. And I wish I had better news for you, but give me a call next week and we'll get you set up and 
we'll make sure that we get this repaired. And thank you for the call. Oh, and Jim, I just want a quick follow up. Now, if you're watching a YouTube video, you're getting audio but no video. I mean, are you able to see like your email and that sort of thing? I guess I haven't looked on uh, YouTube, I, like live Facebook or like a recorded uh, sermon series like in my church, something like that. Oh, oh okay. wait a minute. You're, you actually are getting to a Windows desktop then. Yeah, yeah. I can get on Facebook, but just to click on a live video of Facebook or if I want to go check a past recorded message at my church or something like that. Sure. Okay, that we got a whole different deal going on. I want you to open up a web browser and in a Google search box, type in VLC, Victory Love Curtis, VLC Media. Download and install the VLC Media Player and see if that solves your problem. I think that will take care of the whole entire thing. I misunderstood. I thought you had no video when you turned on your computer. Thanks for the help on there, Steve. Well, yeah, and I just had a hunch that... You know, based on what we saw on the screen that, you know, if he's getting audio, you know, maybe he's seeing some things. He's just not getting the videos to play. Good call. This has been tricky in previous years. It's not as big a deal now. But I remember once upon a time you were constantly updating various media players. Codex, oh yeah, uh, this is nasty. It can get just nasty. Yeah, you. It's e. It's very, very likely that your Windows Media Player um, uh, or your Windows Media Center uh, is become corrupt or outdated, or it's trying to update. It's got an update loop. And VLC Media, just make that your default player, and you'll play anything. And if you have trouble, feel free to get a hold of me, and we'll definitely do our best to get you handled. All right. VLC, though, is a, is a good media Top player to shelf. have handy. Oh, everybody should have it. You can download it on a Linux machine, a Mac, a Windows, and it's a, it's a free player. And you never have to worry about, do I have the right codec? Do a, it'll play DivX. It'll play MP3s, MPEGs, Windows Media, Mac Media. It doesn't matter. It, I, this thing is just to die for. Quick break for the weather, then more Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart. Out of the gate first, Neil uh, talking about cleaning printer heads. We've got something about VPN. Uh, what is it? Uh, we'll get to Craig in Hudson and then John in Bloomington waiting as well. And we promise our text line as well at 81807. That is 81807. 1.38, 22 minutes now in front of 2 o'clock. After 2 Ask the expert, if you own a small business, if you're thinking about uh, opening a small business, uh, we have a CPA in studio that, that's going to take calls, take texts all hour long. Uh, it is the American dream, opening your own business. But uh, you have a, better have a good CPA behind you, and, and we're going to talk more about that next hour. And, of course, there's still a lot of tax questions, especially for Minnesotans up in the air because our legislature wasn't able to put together a bill to get our tax uh, situation in line with the federal uh, tax bill. So there is a lot of tax law now, and we'll get into that coming up next hour here on CCO. So stick around for that. So um, money in the spotlight next hour. Right now it's computers and tech talk with Doug Swinhart. Neil's been waiting a while. Let's bring in Neil right now. Neil, how you doing? Fine. Hey, Neil, what's uh, going on? Well, Doug, I got a an old uh, HP 7500 series printer, copier, scanner, but I've cleaned the printheads probably a dozen, 20 times, 
in the the uh, I put in new cartridges. It doesn't it doesn't clean. Uh, everything comes out streaked uh, on the colors. Uh, sometimes a test sheet only prints out one color, even though all 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 the tanks are brand new. Yeah, it sounds to me like not only the printheads, but the last resort. And if this is an older printer, you can try this. If you can get at them, if this is like an inkjet, you can take a Q-tip with some light alcohol, very, very light, and you can attempt to clean them. Make absolutely certain that they're dry before you turn on your computer and try to initialize the software head cleaning procedure. If it's still coming out streaky after that and not printing, I'm going to tell you flat out, go, look, go purchase a new printer. For $140, $150, you can have a dynamite new printer. So don't frustrate yourself too long. Eventually, they wear out, even an HP. It's one of those things, especially with printers. They are so affordable. They certainly want you to buy their brand so you continue to buy their ink. We all know the story with printers. You can spend a lot less than that and still get a pretty good piece of equipment, especially for home use if you're not doing a ton of volume. on eBay or Amazon.com for a cheapie, but you will spend more money on consumables with that printer. You you can stroll into your favorite retailer. Target has them on the shelf. You got plug and play. Remember to follow the quick start guide. Absolutely. Make sure you set it up right. But uh, printers are are so cheap and do such good work. And, And I think the challenges, and you brought this up before, and I had an Epson for years and years, and it got to the point where I couldn't get drivers and it wouldn't mesh with operating systems. But it, it ran and ran and ran. It was really a shame. But that becomes a challenge as well. As these printers get older, it Absolutely. Just, it, it's, it's tougher to find drivers. I sent a lady over to Micro Center a couple of weeks ago, and she picked up a HP OfficeJet Pro 8600 series. That printer originally sold for $625. I saw it about two years later for $410. She paid $138 for that printer, brand spanking new, because it's the end of the line. That is a tremendous printer. Copier, photocopier, fax machine, scanner, printer, kicks out like 30 pages a minute. Just a beautiful machine. I put that printer, OfficeJet Pros, in several businesses, and they've run for well over 10 years. So when you can buy a, a printer like that that has that type of, of, of history and record for that kind of money, it's a no-brainer. In my experience in the printing business, and I work there full-time, uh, we have high-speed inkjet printers that literally use off-the-shelf inkjet cartridges to address envelopes and so on and so forth at, at high speeds. The, the key is is when you're cleaning those cartridges to use preferably distilled water. Oh, absolutely. And a lint-free cloth. Absolutely. If you clean them too much or too often, you can do damage. And it takes a very light touch as well. Yep. And you brought that up earlier, but I can't stress that enough as well because I do have a fair amount of experience here. You have to tread very lightly when you're cleaning this equipment. Gentle is the key word. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You you you, you don't want to you don't want to get out the magic eraser nope. and work it over. <laughs> That's for sure. Easy does it. Yeah. But uh, what's your time worth? And if it's been around a while, maybe go get a new one. Absolutely. Craig Hudson, 
You're on Tech Talk. Hello. Hi, Craig. Do we got you? All right, we'll put Craig on hold and uh, see if we can get him back. John in Bloomington. John, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, uh, tried to call you this week, but I wasn't successful in getting through to you, Doug. But anyhow, I was trying to get a map. We were going on a trip. I was trying to get a map. I went into MapQuest. I was having trouble. They just didn't want to work right for me, so I tried Google Maps. At some place along there, and I don't remember which one it was on, it told me in order to get to the next step for the map, I had to download something. Oh, my no. Oh, no, 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 no. I, you weren't at Google if that's the case. Open up a web. If you're on your computer, you open up a web browser, and in the web address bar, you type in maps, M-A-P-S dot Google dot com. Type in the address, and it will pop right up, and you're rocking and rolling. Once you get there, there's a little button up there that says directions. You click that. It will open up a box and put either the destination or or the um, start point address, and away you go. Yeah, I don't know where you were, but I highly doubt that it was Google Maps. And if you want some help with that, you give me a call. If you have a smartphone, Android or an Apple, you can actually download Maps, Google Maps, right to that phone. If you have a Gmail account and you're logged into that Gmail account in Google Chrome or Chromium, you can actually set your home address. And because you have your smartphone tied to your Gmail account, you can send those directions right straight to your smartphone, go out to your car and fire it up, and it'll act just like a, a Garmin or a, or a TomTom. It's like to die for. And if you have trouble with that, you give me a call, and I'll walk you right through it. Yeah, good luck to you, but maps.google.com. I don't even play with anything else anymore. Phone number is 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. That's good for all our programs here at CCO. From Dave Lee in the Morning News, through John Hines' program, Chad Hartman, Paul and Jordana, Mike Max, Al Malmberg, all our great programs here on the weekend. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. Speaking of the text line, Doug, we had someone wondering, what was that video player you were talking about and how do folks get it? Yeah, VLC Media. And you can open up Google.com and just type in right in the search box, VLC Media, M-E-D-I-A. And your first, on the Google search, your first result will take you right to the downloads. And it will come in 32-bit for Windows, 64-bit for Windows, if you happen to have Linux, it will register that. If you happen to have a Mac, it will register that. I think every computer on the planet should be running VLC media. It's just just a it's a godsend. It truly is. All right. Is that one of those you could use with uh, a Mac, or is it not necessary? Absolutely. I think every Mac should have it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's just such a great player. You don't have to worry about codecs. It just simply works. And... It, I just can't say enough good things about it. One other item from the text line, and it's a follow-up from earlier in the program. Thoughts on the EcoTank printers. They've been advertised a lot, and they come with enough ink for a year or two. I I, I can't remember the pitch, but uh, uh, what do you know about these EcoTanks? My experience with these are extremely limited. 
I've been reading about the technology, and what I can say is it's very, very interesting. Epson, you've, by the way, is you the bet. brand. Yeah. You've, got, you've got companies now that are taking the other approach, and they're realizing that this this really upsets people when every time you go to go to print something you haven't printed for a couple weeks, well, your, 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 your color jets, uh, your, your little tanks, they're either dried up or they don't work. Well, now you got to go to the store and spend 35 bucks. They're addressing that because of the amount of customer complaints and customer concern. So I think that this is going to pendulum, and they may just really be the answer. I, I, I have to admit, Steve, my personal experience is extremely limited. But if I went to buy a printer today, I probably would buy one. One forty-eight, twelve 12 minutes now in front of 2 o'clock. Another quick break. We'll come back. We'll try and squeeze in some more calls and texts. It's been very busy today. We appreciate all the calls and texts here on Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart. Saturdays between 1 and 2 here on the CCO. Welcome back one more time. Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart. Next hour, Ask the Expert, a CPA in studio. And there are still concerns about Minnesota tax laws and federal tax laws and that they don't mesh, particularly how it impacts small business. And oh, by the way, if you're planning to start a small business, what steps should you take to get it set up right? A CPA in studio next hour here on CCO. Todd Koch will join us here on CCO right now. Doug Swinhart in studio. And let's go to those phone lines. Uh, a guy who was trying to get through earlier, we'll get him on again. Craig in Hudson, uh, time is tight. Go quick. Okay, thank you. A quick question, Doug. Uh, I'm debating about putting in a, a VPN here at the house. I have a fairly sophisticated network, and I've decided to use NordVPN. And I can either that uh, on the router or individually on the client machines. So what would be preferable? Well, you're definitely going to want to put it on the router if you're going to be using Nord. Um, And and you should also know that your Internet connection, chances are you're going to slow down your Internet quite a bit with this. Uh, There's always a trade-off for this extra security. Now, if you want it on just one PC and allow your Internet speed on the rest of them, that is why they set this up and allow you to configure it this way. But watch your performance. Your your speed, my experience with Nord – is your speed is going to decrease anywhere from about 20 to 60%. So keep an eye on that, and, and good luck to you, and thank you for the call. Good call. VPN. Virtual private network. You actually go to their particular servers, and they feed everywhere you're going on the Internet. They're filtering this before they start sending network packets to your computer. So with that type of layered security like that, Nord does a good job for a VPN. I've worked with them at uh, several occasions. I've configured many machines with this. It's, it is what it is. But any type, anytime you are connected with a virtual private network, unless it's a direct connection to your office, they set things up a little different, and their servers aren't near as over inundated as the public virtual private networks. We will have Doug's email and phone number at the end of the program. Let's bring in Rick and Coon Rapids. Rick, you're on the air. Go quick, please. Yeah, Doug, I just recently installed a second printer on my computer, and I can't get it to print. What's going on? Yeah, that's uh, that can be an issue. Um, if at all possible, 
if if you have um, uh, Comcast or CenturyLink, Comcast Xfinity, and if one or both of these printers are capable of setting them up Wi-Fi or through the network, it will be much, much smoother to configure these printers on a computer. Now, chances are the printer is installed. When you open up your printers folder, you can select which printer you want as the default. If you don't do that, when you go to print something, you have to select that printer manually. Computers are stupid. You can set it up so it defaults to one of the two printers. And if you want the other one, then you have to direct where it's sending that print. And if you have trouble with that, feel free to give me a call next week, and and I'll help show you how that works. Pretty typical in a work environment where you have multiple printers. I have a default, and then there's another printer where I can print color as needed. Absolutely. But the company discourages printing in color because of the expense. Big bucks. Quickie from the text line. Is there any suggestions for virus protection for a Dell Inspiron 3000 I suppose it depends on the operating system. Yeah, it sounds to me like they could be running Windows 7, Windows 8, or Windows 10. Uh, If you're running Windows 10 as a normal user, Microsoft Windows Defender should suffice. If you're running Windows 7 or Windows 8, I got to tell you, I really, really like the new Bitdefender. Now, many people know that I've been promoting malware bytes for many years. Still a tremendous product. Enod, ESET. ESET ENOD32, fantastic protection. But price for price, dollar for dollar, and performance-wise, Bitdefender has just got my vote hands down the last two months. And it's B-I-T-D-E-F-E-N-D-E-R.com, and they've got specials going on. I think it's like three computers for their middle version of, of protection, and it's like 40 bucks a year. It's just a great value. We have run out of time, unfortunately. Plenty of calls today, plenty of texts. We'll be back next Saturday Excellent. between 1 and 2 o'clock. Doug Swinhart in studio with Tech Talk. We'll see you at the fair, first Saturday of the fair uh, for sure here on Tech Talk. We have 72 degrees. Doug, phone number and email, please. 651-552-9543. Admin, A-D-M-I-N, at WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And thanks, and I'll see you next week, Steve. Doug gets a lot of calls and texts, so be patient. He will get in touch with you. Great to see you, Doug. We'll see you in seven days. Fantastic. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.